her to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. This is uh, Myron House. Uh, this is Josh Hurd. This is uh, our second episode of Ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get better. Uh, I think the last show was okay. Yeah, I think it went well. Yeah, I think so. We're, uh, you know, still uh, still getting our feet wet. Yeah. yeah. You know, we just kind of dove into it last time. I promise this, uh, this show will probably sound better so now that we've figured out how to use Adobe Audition. Did our homework a little bit more? Yeah, we're you know we're getting more we're we're getting more advanced as the days go by. Yeah, I, I downloaded uh, on uh, the iTunes store or the App Store for the iPhone a couple of uh, sound effects programs. Yeah, this will be fun. Yeah, especially. I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. And that. See, and I, there's there's one specifically that I I think that I think you should play. Yeah, which one's that? That was the one that you played for me earlier, and it was uh, little kids. They were singing a song, and it was terrifying. No, wasn't it the just the demonic girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, check this out. When we call to see the candy bear to play if you don't come play with us then we will kill you I'm just going to go ahead and say on record fuck that because <laughs> that is terrifying that's terrifying okay um <laughs> but I think it I think it goes well with our uh, with our subject matter yeah today. black eyed kids black eyed kids which is you know it's 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 a phenomenon that has fascinated me, uh, me being the, the paranormal person that I am. I enjoy hearing stories of, uh, of the black-eyed kids and things of that nature because, yeah, Myron doesn't really, un- or doesn't really dig it. But honestly, man, like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a story, okay? I'm going to read this story that I found online, and this was written by... A gentleman who goes by the name of Hammer Hands. <laughs> so, hammer Hands? Hammer Hands. Um, now, <laughs> the, what's he doing with his hammer? I, I don't even know. I don't want to know, to tell you the God honest truth. But the uh, the story was interesting. So I want you to, and it's, it's, it's fairly short, but I'm going to read this here okay, verbatim. Let's, it's, let's called, it's called, No, You Won't Be Calling Anybody. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay, so. It says, the incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We were 
we were small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest. Let me get this fixed here. There we go. It says we moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought. Never again after this. It says the first thing that I should, that should have tipped me off uh, to the peculiarity of the situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 6 o'clock in the morning. The second thing that should have dawned on me is that this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate to unlatch it and open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day, I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, knee-length black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6 o'clock in the morning struck me as odd, and even more odd, he was eating an apple. What the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> he was eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no, closed the door, slid the security chain into place. A moment later, another knock. I opened the new, <laughs> the now chain door, and before I could speak, he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No. I replied and attempted uh, and attempted to close the door. But before the door could shut, he had put his his hand out, stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least come get some ketchup for my apple? Fuck that, I replied, albeit a little confused. Get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let the information sink in lowers his glasses, revealing his eyes, which were as black as obsidian, and says, No, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door closed, lock it, and call out to my wife. She is scared shitless, hiding in the bedroom. All jacked up on adrenaline, I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone, absolutely no trace of him, so he goes outside onto the patio, check the gate, still latched from the inside. That was fucked up, I think to myself. And as I turn to enter the house, I notice a half-eaten apple lying on the ground. Kind of jacked up stuff, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's a crazy story. I uh, especially I like the part where the kid wanted ketchup for his apple because yeah, it's I, a, I put ketchup on my apples all the time. <laughs> Please tell me you're joking. <laughs> no, I am joking. But that that little thing, I'm going to shut up and let you say what it is because it's your story. You just read it. You haven't even commented yet. But that little piece, right. the, the ketchup, you know, wanting to ketchup for the apple, I think that was specifically designed in the story to let people know that there's something unusual about these kids. And I'll get back to that after you. Uh, no, I think you're absolutely. You I think you're absolutely correct. Um, a lot of these stories that I've read seem. I mean, I'm an author. Okay, I know what it takes to make a story. I know what it takes. You know, mm. that had the right stuff, albeit it's very, very small. I mean, it's a very short story, but you know, it can be read in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it had everything you need, you know, it had a twist, it had a turn and all this stuff. And then, you know, at the end it had this, oh, there's this half eaten apple, you know, proving that this guy didn't just, you know, hallucinate like all of this stuff. It's, it's terrifying, but the phenomenon itself is what's terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. You have somebody that's knocking on your door or whatever, and they want something specifically and ultimately what they want is to enter your house or your car or somehow in your personal space. Yeah. But for what exactly? What's the purpose? So, well, we don't know because we haven't made that up yet. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> now I, I, there further down on this page, uh, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about your thoughts on that, and that I will tell you one person that did let them into their house. And it's right here. It's called a survival story. A survival story. <laughs> and it seems And, I, and I doubt that that survival story is going to have any mention of what these kids attempted to do to them while uh, they were in the house and that they got away. And then and then this uh, person will say... Oh, no. There, there's a little bit of a mention, but it'll it's not the mention that you want. All right, I'm going to tell you where I'm coming from on these black-eyed kids. Drop the knowledge. Drop it. There are probably about 100 movies, and I, and I can name off 83 of them, although, <laughs> although we won't because, again, we're, you know, this is our second podcast. We only have so much you know, uh, bandwidth until we yeah. buy more. So, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> but there's 83 movies, and... Uh, and and this is the direction I'm hitting it at. In almost all of these movies, uh, these kids are not like Freddy Krueger. They're not like Jason Voorhees. Uh, they're not the. Uh, they're serial killers. Some of them are serial killers, but a child naturally is weak, right. and right. small. And the problem with creating an evil presence in a kid is that the best you could possibly do is make it creepy. Kids are creepy in general. Uh, well, I have two of my own, and they creep me out daily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's because they're picking their nose and eating it, right? <laughs> not because it's... not because they're standing up against the wall with no. blank stares. The and, nose and... picking is paranormal in itself. And that's and that's what you get with with a lot of these movies. Now, why is the orphan on this list? Because <laughs> it's a jacked up kid. Yeah, but it's not in a, a kid. nice little she's, suit no, coat. She's, she's in her late thirties, oh, early forties. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So okay, okay. So anyways, I'm looking through this list, and you've got stuff like The Omen, Island of the, the Damned. Omen. That's what I was thinking of. Come out and play the children. Uh, Devil times five. Blah blah blah. And in almost every single one of these. And there's the good son, except the good son. Well, Macaulay Culkin is rather frightening. Yeah. Just to, to look at. But in the majority of these, the kids are, uh, they're creepy. And I can name 20 of these. I can take 20 of these. Like you have Children of the Damned and Village of the Damned. Right. Uh, where these kids' eyes are... You know, they're either white, they're glowing, uh, they're red, they're black. In fact, I'm going to give you a movie right now. Okay. And it's called It's Alive. Ooh. 
It's alive, and I'm going to turn my uh, laptop around and show you, Josh. Okay. What's what? Describe that that. Uh, it movie looks cover. like half of a child's face. The face is white. However, the uh, the majority of the color is coming from a all black eye that is crying a single black tear. Yeah. And well, it's it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, and kids it, just ooh. I'm telling you, these kids and clowns. These black eyed stories, black eyed kids stories, didn't come out until fairly recently. And I don't give a shit about this guy back in the 1800s or early 1900s that uh, that uh, he right. was coming home. He saw the kid leaning up against the post, and then he and then he was thinking about running. The kid said, "Don't run." Right. I, I, I think that's made up. Uh, you you don't hear about these these guys until after the 2000s or in the late right. 90s. Uh, and in fact, uh, in fact, I would say the first, the very first story of a black-eyed kid was the guy uh, who was sitting in his car in the parking lot with the movies. Do you want to expand on that? Um, I don't even remember the specific. I know he was, he was sitting, I believe it was in a mall parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had dropped his wife off to go. Uh, she wanted to go shopping. He said, to hell with that. I'll probably just sit in the car and play Clash of Clans or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. he did not want to go shopping. Um, so he's sitting in the car, and like I said, you know, it was the mall area. I believe was butted up right next to a a you know cineplex of some sort, uh, where a, a marquee was clearly visible, you know, with titles, showtimes, you know, things like things of that nature. Um, but he was sitting there minding his own business, and he gets a knock, a tap on his on his car window. Rolls down the window and there's these these teenage kids, um, maybe like three of them, I believe, and they were saying, hey, we need, uh, you know, to use your phone. Can we come sit in your car? We need to use your phone. We need to call my mom because, you know, we're supposed to, you know, we missed this movie. We missed the start time of this movie. We're 15 minutes late to seeing this. No, no, they told him, that, I know it's been a a week or two since you read the story. It, yeah, it's been forever. Uh, they for, they wanted to see a movie but forgot their money at home. Oh, is that what it was? So they, they needed yeah. they needed a ride home. Yeah. Okay. So, so he didn't ask him. He might have asked them what movie they were going to see. And they said, "Oh, it's this movie." Well, he looked and it was like, "Oh, it's 15 minutes before the movie even started." You know, yeah. it was just odd. Yeah. But um, the regardless though, like whatever it was, there's always a, a feeling of dread. That comes over these people that are experiencing these children. There's a well, of course. I mean, if you look at a kid and he's got all black right. eyes, no white at all, just right. just black balls in his head, you're gonna get freaked the fuck out. Yeah, it's a little jacked. <laughs> but, it's a little jacked up. But where I'm coming from with this though is that I think that this is a product of media i think it's something new and i and and i think it's and and i'm not giving it any less credence than any other thing right. i think what we're seeing is the beginning the very beginning of a new uh legend urban legend uh uh 
or whatever you want to call it, a phenomenon, the, the very beginning of a new phenomenon that's sure. forming. So, and, and what I mean by that is if you what's – what's another thing that people are really scared of, uh, like a, a phenomenon other than alien abduction? Right. You're talking like – But Well, let's just use alien abduction. Okay. There was no alien abduction in the 1800s. There wasn't widespread – Right, and you can't and 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 don't come at me with, well, there wasn't any media to spread that. You know, there wasn't radio, there wasn't television. No, there was media. Blah blah blah. Yeah, there right. was newspapers. There was word of mouth. Right. When, when the president farted, people knew about it in exactly. California while they were panning for gold. <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is, is that there weren't alien abductions in the 1800s. Alien abductions started. In what the 1950s, if I were to uh, take was a guess, Betty and Barney Hill, and I do not remember the okay. actual date. But if you go back in time, right, and you go back to that era, you saw the beginning of a new paranoia begin to form, where people are collaborating not on an in, not in an interpersonal level, but right? But collaborating in a in a in a meta format across the nation and then across the world about a specific type of story that comes out. Like sure. I was abducted. They put a probe in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> they held me down. They looked like this. And I bet if you go back to the back then, I bet you the descriptions were similar. But not as similar as they are today, right? And and I think we're seeing the beginning of that. I think that in the last ten, fifteen years, we, we're starting to see a new report of the paranormal. That that and and I think fifty years from now, black-eyed kids are yeah. going. The story is going to be fleshed out, and you, it's going to evolve to where you can start seeing the end result of sure. what happens to these people when the black eyed kids get a hold of them. And and here's some things I I went and I found <laughs> 16 and this is uh this is a thought catalog I found this on thoughtcatalog.com. That's exactly where I'm at right now. Is it? That's exactly the okay. where I got that story. Okay. And I read it, number 8. The the 16 terrifying encounters with yes. black eyed kids. I was going to read number 11, The Survival Story. Okay. Yeah, and you could do that. But but what I want to say about this is that if you read through all these stories, yeah. they're all recent. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are. There's no back in 1934, I saw a black-eyed kid. Right. You know, and in fact, these are all usernames. Like, look at number three, Halloween. Sarah Beth Eleven. <laughs> Sarah Beth Eleven. Sarah Beth Eleven. There's no. There's. It's not Sarah Beth. You know, from Grand Junction, Mississippi. It's Sarah Beth Eleven. DJ Monkey Do. Is that? Is it, that's, DJ. that's my favorite name on there thus far. Yeah, which which tells me that these were all posted on the internet. Oh yeah, by, absolutely uh, by a guy, and and so obviously there is a recent as the internet. So yeah. And, so and, with you know within the last what fifteen twenty years, exactly, and I and that's and that's what I think, and right. and then like I said, fifty years from now we're going to look back and it's going to be, oh back in the back in the 
you know, early teens of this century, there were many reports of this happening. Sure. And it's, you know, and we're going to look back on it like the old UFO abductions from the 50s and stuff and flying saucer uh, spottings and stuff like that. All right. So what is what is number 11? Okay, so this would be the uh, the survival story, the the person that apparently let them into the house. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not that well written, but I will do my best to correct it as I go. So I'm going to try to my best to read it verbatim. And this is reported by Pyrick Lancaster. Pyrick Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it says, I helped them once, never. Ever under any circumstances or under any circumstance do it. I'm not sure what they do, but it feels as if they are ripping your soul out. They get really close to you and you get amazingly drowsy. If it weren't for my girlfriend showing up mid invasion and kicking them out, I probably would be dead. I don't even see the black eye or I didn't even see the black eyes until I had let them in. They're getting smarter. So, number one, the dude used zero punctuation. (laughs) He also didn't use like a capital, like a capital letter. It's just one of those things that just like, uh, it kind of irks me a little bit, but whatever. Oh, yeah. He's got a whole paragraph there that's one sentence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's let's blow him off because he didn't use a period. Well, it's just like, damn it. If it was, I don't know, if it was better written, maybe it would be more believable. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what it what it comes off as is he seems as if he is maybe 10 or 12 years old. You think so? That's that's exactly how it reads to me. Yeah, but he has a girlfriend. Well, yeah. I had a girlfriend that in kindergarten. Came, that, man. that comes over to his house. Well, okay, yeah. Where's his parents? Well, they're at work, dude. Summer vacation. I don't think he's a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, then he is an uneducated person. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to blast anybody on the internet for punctuation. Well, I'm just, no, I'm just saying how it comes across is it would be somebody younger is how it reads to me. Now, the feeling that he is describing here, though, is that, that, you know, to quote him, that they are ripping your soul out. They get really close to you, and you get very drowsy. So they come up to you. They probably touch you in some way. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like you're losing it, like you're about to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But it's a, what it sounds like extremely painful. Now, his girlfriend then shows up, saves the day, mm-hmm. and and he's... You know, he he thought he was ultimately just going to die, mm-hmm. and then she comes in and saves the day. Why didn't they rip her soul out? Bingo! What makes her so special that she shows up and they just like what, like run like cockroaches? I don't mm-hmm. get it. Well, they're they're already inside, right? Yeah, they're there, man. Yeah, they're inside. She comes over. They already have the power because the switch has been hit. They're in the apartment, right? Or in the house, so. Now they're all powerful because when they're outside the door, before you invite them in, they have no power. So it's like a vampire. They can't even break windows. See, this is my point. (laughs) You know, I find some of it terrifying. I really do. Yeah. Because it's it's a creepy scenario. Let me ask you something. Do you believe in black-eyed kids? Not necessarily. What do you believe? 
We need to establish this right now because I think it's all bullshit. I know you do. I know you do. (laughs) But I would, I would say that the phenomenon itself is terrifying. I believe that. I mean, me personally, I believe anything is possible. Anything would be possible. Of course, you do. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um. However, like, you know, there are many different theories as to what these things are. Mm-hmm. Some believe that they are interdimensional travelers, which is a subject matter that came up last week with us, right? Mm-hmm. And then there is, what are you digging for right now? No, no, no. Yeah, he, he's digging for a sound clip <laughs> to basically call me a, a kook. No, go ahead. No, um, what I was going to say is <laughs> there is so many... There's so many different things that it could be. Some people are saying, oh, are they demonic in nature? Are they aliens? Are they some interdimensional traveler? What are they? And what is their purpose for wanting to come inside? Like, why? (laughs) That's freaking me out. (laughs) But it's like, what, what is their deal? You know, what, what do they want? Uh, we. I don't think the community has established that. Well, I'm playing. I'm playing Pinhead stuff because the guy says felt like they were ripping his soul out. Right. How does anybody know that what it feels like to have their soul ripped out when people die? Yeah. And they have those uh, out of body experiences. They don't feel as if their soul was ripped from their body. And I think if your soul was ripped from your body, it would just come out like putting butter around your wedding ring and pulling it off. I don't I don't think it would be painful at all. I don't think it would be painful. Yeah. I think maybe he was just going to go to sleep. But I think he gets that ripping his soul out from movies. It's very possible. Yeah. And I think that's another thing is, you know, how much of this, how much of these stories are sensationalized? Every, every single one of them. Well, okay. But, yeah, the, but, I, your, want, but I want a hard answer from you because you had you didn't give a hard answer. Do you the, believe in these? See, that's that's the problem. Is I am still on the fence. Like well, I, I believe that the possibility exists. I believe that. I believe that if these things were in fact real, they would be more of the demonic nature. I say demonic nature because I'm a paranormal investigator. I've run into things of this nature and like they will try to disguise themselves. Like they'll try to come across as a, like an EVP of a little girl. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but it'll be like an EVP of a little girl. You have that turned down. Um, okay. Yeah. So, it's, it's, but if you have like an EVP of a little girl, what's an what EVP? is uh, an electronic voice phenomenon. Okay. This would be a disembodied voice that you cannot hear necessarily here with your ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on a different frequency that can be picked up with a an audio recorder. Now, what I'm saying is, a little girl's voice coming across, saying, "I need help. I need help. You need help me with this, or help me with that, or where's my I mom?" You to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like. What is the deal? You know, what is more? 
I mean, that's not terrifying at all. Oh, it's this little girl. She needs help. Oh, my God. Yada, yada. You know, you want to then legitimately help this person, this spirit, mm-hmm. with what they want, what they need. Now, what if that, you know, is just a demon, like coming across as a little girl? So your answer... My answer is, is that they are demons. I would say now, if they were to exist, I would say that they would be more of the demonic nature. That's just how I feel. Yeah, that's just me personally. But that's also that coming. Way. But that's just coming from a ghost hunter who has experienced demonic activity. I've never experienced an alien. I've never come across an interdimensional traveler that I know of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm telling you, I, if I'm going to go this way. If I'm going to say that they exist, mm-hmm. then they have to be aliens. I, a- a- aliens is the only thing I can get into, man. See, I would. Uh, I love talking aliens. I do. Mm-hmm. I love talking about aliens. But, like, aliens, I don't know. They're sexy. They're sexy because they're not from here, okay? It's like that hot foreign exchange student or some shit like that <laughs> in hot high school, you know? It's like she's... <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh my god, they're you're like so illegal foreign. aliens. Yeah, <laughs> like that. But um, yeah, I I would get on board with the possibility that they are. And so, what would be their purpose? So, if they were in fact like some alien race what, trying what, to get what, in, what, what would the, be the purpose? What would be their purpose if they were demons? I, to wreak havoc, just to wreak havoc. Which leads me to that other story about the black-eyed kids. Okay, let's let's assume that they're demons. Okay, which I don't believe in. Right. <laughs> but let's let's assume that they're demons. Okay. All souls on earth belong to God. Okay. Every single soul. Okay. And it's up to God to decide which souls he wants to keep and which ones he wants to cast aside. I'll give you this. And the devil is the dog that laps up the leftovers. Now They can't come up and take your soul because it already belongs to God. They maybe. Can possess, they can possess your soul. Well, so yeah. if this guy says they're taking his soul, right? Right. It feels as if then like they can't, it's they being can't, ripped out. They can't be demons. So what I'm, See, I'm I gonna, can make stuff up too. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to say is this, though. If you have, you know, the whole God and Satan thing, Mm -hmm. Satan supposedly was an angel, a fallen angel, right? Yeah, I think everybody knows that. Right, okay. So, I don't even remember where the hell I was going with this. He's a fallen angel. He was a fallen angel. You were going to counter, I think. I was going to. I was. All souls belong to God. Right. Because not necessarily all souls belong to God. They're all because, gods. No, nah, not necessarily. Because there are those of us. We are a buffet. We are a buffet. And God gets to go up to the buffet first. <laughs> because God created the buffet. But Yeah, it's his it's, fucking buffet. It, this is my party, bitch. I'm going through the exactly. line first. Okay. And he gets to choose which <laughs> friggin' souls he wants to put on his plate. See, okay. Then the devil gets his turn. But what about what about the croutons or the pieces of salad on that buffet? If God that, takes that want every to crouton. jump off, that want to jump off the boat, there are those of us out there that say there are those people that have completely renounced God. 
in every way, shape, and form. Or they're atheists? No, I'm not saying they're atheists. I'm saying they are the people that have, like, quote, unquote, sold their soul to the devil. Uh, did this guy say, I sold my soul no. to the devil and got visited by black-eyed kids? No, absolutely not. What I'm saying, though, is all souls, and this is just my opinion, me personally, I don't believe that there is anybody in heaven at this point. I don't believe there's anybody in hell at this point. That doesn't matter. Because, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I'm saying there are those of us, though, that choose to go on this side or that side. It's a big game of fucking chess. No, it's not. it doesn't work like that. Okay. You die, you go up to the gates, and, and then you are judged. Then they decide whether you get to go in through the gates or go to hell. When does that happen, though? When you die. I don't believe that. I don't fucking believe it either. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love this. No, but, but, that that is says, how it, but that's how it works. No, that's how we're taught it works. But it also says in the Bible that all souls, both living and dead, will be judged on the same day. So where the fuck does that no, leave no, no, everybody? No, 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 no it no, does. No. It says that, but there's no every soul that's been a, that, that that has passed that has passed is not in a waiting room waiting for judgment day. The, what they're saying by that is that when judgment day hits, that's when everybody will be judged. So where are everybody they? that's left? Are they all in heaven? If you died tomorrow, you would be judged. If I died, because there's really no concept of time, is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying you would be judged. If like you right died then tomorrow, and there. Right then and there, you would be judged. You would go through the tunnel to the gates. Peter would be there. With the big book? And he would say... <laughs> You suck. He, he, <laughs> That's he, what he would he say. Would, he would say, well, looking at your sins. He'd be like, nice try, Josh. <laughs> you know, and then he puts, a, he puts your sins in a, in, a, in a scale, puts Jesus' death in the other side, and if, if it balances out, you get to go into the, the gates. That's a cool analogy. Well, and, and, like, that's, like and that. that's what it is. So the, the, and the point is, because black-eyed kids, right, not, not religion. <laughs> no, but we're but trying the, to talk about. Uh, yeah, but the point is, is that the if these are demons, right? Demons can come up and possess you. Yes, but they're not taking over your soul; they're taking over your body, your vessel, and that is the most they can do is control your body. That's exactly. say certain things, act certain ways, but they cannot come into your house. Steal your soul right. and take it back with them to hell. So, and that because then they are stealing from God, and God has the power to destroy hell. Period. You so see what, what I mean? I do. I see what you're saying. So I cannot get on. Well, first of all, I can't get on board with it being demons because I don't fucking believe, believe in, in demons. demons. Right. Right. But what I'm saying is for the people that do. These cannot be demons if Pyrrhic Lancaster's story <laughs> is to be believed that they were taking out his soul. Right. And if you take that story, because he's not saying they're demons. Right. But, but if not. you read that and you and or if you believe that they are demons mm -hmm. and his story is true, then they cannot be demons. What would you think then? What would be the motive? 
To put a probe in your ass. I was just going to... See, I was going to bring up the alien thing. Mm. But why? Why would an alien... Why would they want to, number one, specifically enter your domain, your area? For for what purpose then? To do what to you? To to to, to probe you in the privacy of your own home, at least give you some shred of decency, <laughs> or what? Like I just don't, I don't understand what the phenomenon is. That's if what's I, terrifying. If about I it. was an alien. Let's say I had a spaceship buried in the desert. Okay. And uh, nobody knew it was there. And I had kidnapped even adults, right? Sure. Let's say I did this 12 years ago or 15 years ago. And I grew what I thought were clones Mm -hmm. of humans. And then I taught those humans what knowledge I have of humanity. And that's why you get these clothes that don't look quite right or maybe there's always old. something maybe off. they're maybe they're 90s clothes. Right. And here we're in the 2000s. They're just a little bit skewed mm-hmm. from normal mm-hmm. pop culture. Mhm. And let's say these kids weren't even kidnapped. Let's say these were adults that were kidnapped but okay. then cloned. After 12 years, when you clone something, you it still has to be born. Sure. It has to start out as an embryo. You can't just clone it into an adult. you got to clone yeah. it. It's, this isn't the sixth day. This is... <laughs> right. This is, this, is, uh, this is you're cloning something. It has to grow up, right? Right. And maybe they're just saying, fuck it. Send out the kids. And these aliens want something from you. What that is, I don't know. But I got to get on board with the aliens. It's got to be if this, if this I is would to totally, be true. I would totally get on board with gotta the aliens. Got to be aliens. I would totally get on board with that. What were some of the other things they think it is? Oh, uh, like an interdimensional traveler. Interdimensional. Which is another. Uh, that's a topic that we talked about last week. And what do they want to do with you? Bring See, you and that's the point, dimension. though. Right. It's like, but what would the point of that be? An interdimensional traveler. And couldn't they just pop up in your house already? That's a, a very good point. Like, what what is it about being invited inside? It's like something something like uh, like an old vampire movie, you know? Like, oh, they have to be asked to come inside, you know? So, it's the same thing with like... Uh, well, that's another thing. Are they vampires? I doubt that. I don't. I don't believe in vampires. <laughs> you don't believe in vampires? No. Why wouldn't you? I don't believe that there are that there are vampires. Yeah, I've never met one. It's just like as of this point, I don't necessarily believe that Bigfoot exists. I would love to think that he does, but I've never met him. I don't. I can't get all the way on board with that. So, but I would like to know. No, look, man. Hmm. What if they are vampires? Like an actual vampire vampire. Like we're talking like Vlad the Impaler type shit. Like Dracula. Yes. Like like old school Dracula type stuff. Look, you can't, uh, you, you, you can't discount vampires. If you're going to believe in ghosts. Yeah. Apparitions. 
aliens. Well, I got to take aliens out of there. <laughs> Listen, everybody, aliens are fucking real. Okay, there are aliens. This is why I love you. The, 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 the question <laughs> is: the question is, can another species in our galaxy or the universe, for that matter, travel through space fast enough to get from planet to planet? Because, I, and 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 maybe in this episode, maybe if I get frustrated enough, <laughs> and maybe in the next episode, I'm going to explain to you. The distances between fucking planets and and star systems and and stuff like that because because look you people have no fucking idea how how far how much energy it would take to travel from planet to planet in in any reasonable amount of time. And Let's I, take into consideration just how long does it take us to get just to the moon? Was it three days? Three, day, three, four days. Like, yeah. And I mean, that's and at that's tra- a long at traveling ass time. between twenty and thirty thousand miles per hour. miles per hour. That's yeah. ridiculous. Now the speed of light. Th- th- uh, I don't want to be wrong, so yeah, I hate that too. <laughs> I hate that. Because I don't want... It's like when you want to throw out a fact, and you're like, oh, shit, I should double-check this. (laughs) No, I get it. (laughs) I get it. Okay, so... uh, Was it... It is 186,000 miles per second. Per second. Per second. And it takes sunlight. Is it like six to eight minutes from the sun just to reach the Earth? No. How long is it? It's like six minutes. A hundred years. A hundred years. A hundred years. Traveling at the speed of light. No. What is it traveling at? The light from the sun starts out at the center. And because the sun is so dense, the light molecules, right, the, 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 the energy that creates the light has to travel through the different layers of the sun. And because that energy is bouncing from... Uh, bouncing from one particle to to another particle to another particle, it takes a hundred years for it to get from the center of the sun to the surface of the sun, and then it takes six minutes to get to the Earth. So once it's emitted from the surface of the sun, then it takes six minutes. Six yeah. minutes, which is insane. Yeah, especially at the speed of light that you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, let's see. And, and that's another fact that we should uh, uh, the double check. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm making you type, man. I'm making <laughs> you type. <laughs> I'm making you type a lot, and I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, but I can type fast. So, uh, eight minutes and twenty seconds. Eight minutes, twenty seconds. Eight minutes, twenty seconds. It is amazing. But you you, you still have to count. The hundred years before From the time that light energy when it hits the Earth is over a hundred years old. It was right. not produced eight minutes and twenty seconds ago. It's over a hundred years old. That's amazing. But that's a, that's a, Luke. We're going to digress. Well, we've this. done that. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to digress on this subject. And, that's what and, I do. And then we're going to forget what the hell we're talking we're about. Talking about but black-eyed kids. But what I'm saying is, is that if it's aliens, you have to consider. How fucking hard it would be 
for an alien species to travel interstellar. Right. right. It can't. It, 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 this isn't fucking Star Trek, people. You're not getting from this galaxy to this galaxy or traveling within the galaxy uh, at any certain time. If 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 it's all a matter of scale and distance and time. Sure. You 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 and if you take just 15 minutes of your time and look it up to find out the speed of light what it takes to travel at the speed of light what happens once you do travel at the speed of light and i was going to ask that because look to you can't in our our laws of physics say that you can never travel at the speed of light no because you can travel almost up to the speed of light, but by the time you reach the speed of light, it takes an infinite amount of energy to do so. An infinite amount of energy which to we, do so. Which we cannot, there's no way to harness that. No, but a light year, you're talking about how many years it takes for light to travel. The, so... So yeah, that's my phone. Oh, so I was like, "What did I do?" So if you go from point A to point B, and point A, you start there. Point B is a uh, hundred light years away, mm-hmm. right? It takes a hundred years for the light to travel from point A to point B, and if you look at the distance of of a hundred light years within our own galaxy, you're going to see that it's minuscule. Absolutely. It's fucking minuscule compared to the size of our own galaxy, the Milky Way. And so these aliens, in order for aliens to get to this fucking planet, they're going to have to have an infinite energy source. Right. What is that? Well, I don't know what it is. I don't think we found that, obviously. Well, yeah, we're dumb, dumb humans. Maybe the aliens found it. But that's what it's going to take. So you can't just throw its aliens around like it's, like it's you know, aliens have been here. That's aliens. These black-eyed kids are aliens. Right, but right. my point being, because I went off on a fucking tangent, <laughs> is that if these kids are aliens... Or, or if whatever these kids are, in my opinion, can only be aliens, because that's the only thing I could conceivably agree with. Right. Right. But even then, I'm really skeptical. And what they want, I don't know. Right. And that's, you know, I think that's what's the biggest question of them all. Yeah. Not what are they. I mean, for the people that believe in them. They're there. You know, they're here. They're knocking on doors. Maybe they're drug addicts. Maybe they're Girl Scouts. <laughs> well, but they're not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're Boy Scouts have you selling s- popcorn. Have you seen that drug, Crocodile, and what it does to you? I've heard about it. When I worked at a school, uh, kids were talking about it. Is that the one that, like, flakes your skin Oh, weird! Like it, it was a weird. It will, reaction. and it'll it'll eat your muscle and flesh. That's and what everything. it was. It's like eating you from the inside out. Yeah, like zombifying your ass. Yeah, like and you look, gonna look like, like you one look of like the, a fucking zombie. You're gonna look like an extra on like the Walking the, Dead. Like the the skin and the uh, the the muscle is gone from these kids' arms, and all you see is bone. And 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 how they can look down at that and not completely. You know, be like, I need to go to the hospital. Yeah, I need to go you know. see somebody. But maybe it's a, nobody says these kids are little. 
They all seem to be older kids. Yeah, like uh, adolescents. Maybe they're drug addicts. That's very possible. Maybe they're taking a drug that turns their eyes black. Well, let me tell you this, though. Let me go on record and say this. There are contact lenses that can be purchased fairly cheaply that will make your eyes appear as if they are completely 100% black. They will black out your entire eye. Yeah, now, they're going to be painful probably as hell to put in. I thought about this the other day. But it's I, totally possible. I thought about you and I getting a couple of kids together. Oh, let's do it. Blackening their eyes and sending them door to door. Yeah. And videotaping the reactions and seeing it because, it, and here's the, and we probably won't do it. I <laughs> could do this. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is finding a kid that can keep a straight face. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, that would be a problem. But But let's just say we did it. What would be the point? Well, the point would be to find out what people really. Oh, I want to see reactions. Yes. Exactly. How would that person really react? Exactly. Would they let the kids in? Would they tell them to fuck off? Now, if if this story, though, like if all of these stories and claims were to hit like mass media and like, you know, the channel, whatever news starts, you know, reporting on this, like we would have to come clean. We'd be like, no, this was a complete and total social experiment. On our part. And y'all just fell victim to this. Like, yeah, we, we would have to come clean. We'd have to notify the cops. Well, that's fine. That we live in a very small town, people. Like, mm-hmm. where we we know literally all of the, the law enforcement. All one of them. Yeah. All, all so. we have to do is call the cop. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> we could call him right now. <laughs> hey, we're going to send these kids door to door asking to be let inside. Are you okay with this? <laughs> Just to let you know in case somebody calls the cops. Oh my god. No, I would like to do that. Well, you know what I want to what I what I want to say is that I think that uh I I think these I think it's a new phenomenon. I think we're on the break break, you know, right at the very beginning. And yes. And I'd like to see where it's going to go. I and, really would as far as as far as urban legend goes. Well, that's just it. Is like the urban legend appeal We've been kind of hurting for for new content, for new fresh content as far as urban legends go, and I think this totally fits the bill. Same thing with like what we talked about last week with like Slenderman, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same type of phenomenon. So I'm going to do a little more digging on this because I I've heard that through through the grapevine, um, I've heard through the grapevine that we um. Have all been played by this. By what? The black by eyed this black-eyed kid story. There was a, an author mm-hmm. who initially began like reporting on all of this stuff. Who was sitting in a jail cell one night because apparently he got a little tipsy, a little too tipsy, and you know they put him in the drunk tank. I hate the word tipsy. Tipsy. It's so. <laughs> It's well, effeminate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now there was another another gentleman in the same cell yeah. who was also intoxicated, <laughs> blasted. Yes, toasted. they were tore up from the floor up. There you but go. apparently, this author man, yeah, completely came clean on the fact that he made this all up. Every story. Oh, what does the other guy give a fuck about that? Because then this guy got on YouTube. And from, made a video from the stating, look, I mean, he's, what he basically said was, look, I'm not proud of the fact that I was drunk and all this stuff and was in jail, basically, you know. But what I will tell you is that I was sitting with this guy 
He did not name the actual name. However, I think I know. But he said, you know, he basically came clean to this one guy. And, well, how and that si- was it. How, how, how significant is that, though? I don't know. You got a guy but, that, that says he was in jail. And his cellmate, who was drunk, they were both drunk at the time, admitted yeah, both wasted. Hey, just out of the blue, hey man, uh, I I'm the one that started the black eyed kid phenomenon. Right. Well, I think it was a little more in depth because this guy doesn't give two shits about anything paranormal whatsoever. And this this was the guy that this guy sat came in the on. parking lot, and the two kids said, "Hey, we forgot our money." <laughs> but movie. it's you, you have to admit though, it's. It's an interesting – all these stories are fascinating. When you read them and all this stuff, they're fascinating. Oh, it's good fiction. Absolutely. But so is Slenderman. Right. So is Aliens. So right. are The Walking Dead. But Slenderman has always been known as a fake. It came well, yeah, out yeah, as a yeah, fake. Yeah. It's just people, you know, they take things, sensationalize and them. That's what, it. And, and that, goes, uh, that goes to the argument that even if you say, no, this is fake – Right. People will still, still believe, believe it. it. They'll ignore the fact that you say it's fake. Right. And move right past that and go, I believe in this. It's like they're still going to be like, they can hear the fact that, oh, yeah, this is fake. This is totally made up. But then two seconds later, go to Barnes & Noble and pick up three books on the subject. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what exactly the the black-eyed kid phenomenon is, I have no idea. I would love, like I said, I would love to meet one one day. If one of them knocks on my door, I might crap in my pants, but then I would definitely report on it, you know? Yeah. Who would you report it to? Right here. I would, you know, bring it to the show. Oh. You wouldn't call, you wouldn't call our cop? No. I wouldn't do any of that. I saw a black-eyed kid. No, I wouldn't do any of that. I would, uh... And if you don't like black-eyed kids, does that make you a racist? It's possible. (laughs) All right, what I want to bring up, and this goes along with what I was saying about new phenomena, creating new phenomena across the the country, different people uh, coming up with uh, basically the same stories. And this is probably best uh, laid out in a new podcast. Yeah. Uh, But I am going to bring it up here. Now, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day. Uh, his podcast, and if and you really should listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. He only talks about four or five subjects. That's, that's <laughs> drugs, conspiracy theories, uh, MMA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't matter what guest he has on. He can have on any guest. They'll talk about certain things, but he always covers those subjects, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting, even if he is going over the same shit, you know, taking mushrooms, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he had uh, he had Rupert Sheldrake on the other day. And Rupert Sheldrake is a scientist, and a lot of people consider him a pseudoscientist. He is a scientist, but they say that he delves into pseudoscience. Right. And I'm not going to get into the arguments of pseudoscience on this show, but I do have a lot to say about pseudoscience. Hell, yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, you can, uh, you can wait to hear my opinion on it, whether I'm for or against it or whether I defend it or not. But (laughs) what Rupert Sheldrake discusses is a, a phenomenon. And let me, 
Okay, it's called morphic resonance. And for anybody who wants to know more about that, just Google it. Uh, morphic resonance is... When you boil it completely down, it's it's passing your fears on to your children. Which Not is so cool. Yeah. Like, because geneticists, people who study genetics, you know, like the people who, who did the uh, genome, right. the human genome project, and any other genetic scientist will tell you that you cannot pass traits down from father to son. Exactly. You pass down genes, and those genes will either be turned on or turned off. And the combination of genes that are turned on or turned off is depending upon your mother and your father. But the genes were always there. And that goes against, it actually goes against evolution in a way. In a way, yeah. In a way. Uh, because it, it, because anybody who knows that, that uh, what's that scientist that's, uh, that's a big atheist advocate? Which one? They all are. The biggest one. The biggest <laughs> atheist. They did. He was on uh, South Park. They did a show on him. Oh, that's badass. I don't know, though. You do know. I really don't. I don't watch <laughs> South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name because I am in the early stages of Alzheimer's. But, uh, <sighs> okay, so basically gen- genetics, geneticists, do not believe that you can pass down your fears. And and for an example, I would say, and this is one that was used on Joe Rogan's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, that if a guy in his 20s starts lifting weights and he becomes really huge, right? He yeah. becomes this really big muscular weightlifter. There is, a, there is absolutely no chance that your child, after it is born, there is no chance that your child will have a disposition to be larger because of what you did in your lifetime you to see, make yourself to make yourself bigger. Now, if you're a tall person, right, that's a different story. Your, your kid may be tall. If you are a very large man without lifting weights, just naturally, right, then your child will be large. Your child can also be a midget, but but that sure. uh, but but basically what they're saying is is because you artificially enlarged your body, your child will not come out any larger because of that. Sure. And the morphic resonance that Rupert discusses is that that's not true. That that you can pass on artificial artificially created. Uh, traits traits to your children. So, if uh, and and here's and here's some experiments that he did to prove it. And he and there are scientists that said, "Hey, come do." I don't believe you. That's bullshit. It's pseudoscience. Come to my lab under my controls. Do the same experiments. And and he has done that. And right. And they find. Uh, through those experiments that it is true. And one thing that he did was with baby chicks. And I bring up the baby chicks one because this is a case where another scientist said, hey, I don't believe that that's possible uh, because you can't pass down, you know, traits, fears to your your children. So 
So they they have this incubator with with baby chicks, and they started with the first generation, and uh, they would have a, a a gold bead that would make the chicks sick mm-hmm. if they pecked at it, and then they had another one that uh, that didn't do anything; they could just peck at it. Sure. And what they found is that these baby chicks would peck at the golden gold one and become sick. And then they would remove that generation, right, to right. lay eggs. Right. And then those eggs would hatch, and slowly, over time, the chicks would automatically avoid, avoid the, the, the gold, the gold bead. Ball. Oh yeah. And and. Uh, is that proof? I don't know if that's proof. It sounds it sounds pretty good to me. They they had uh, rats that would go through a water maze, and one door would be dim and one would be lit. And if they went through the lit one, they would get a shock. Right. And it, the uh, the parents, of course, you have a fifty fifty chance, right? Exactly. So the first generation would go through there. And it would be 50-50. And then the next generation, it would be uh, Mm 40-60. And then the next generation would be uh, 30-70. And they would just keep getting better to where they just automatically avoided the lit door. It's amazing. It is amazing. I think it's more credible due to the fact that they've done this over generations of mm-hmm. these animals. I think that's the proof is in the pudding right mm-hmm. there. Now, here's the part that's going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. They did this experiment or these experiments, and not only did they use uh, the children of the first generation and the children of the second generation and the children of the third, but they also... Uh, found that unrelated animals would do the same thing. Really? The next generation of unrelated animals would have the same behaviors. Would have the same would, would learn have the same they would learn these same behaviors. That's that if you were to conduct an experiment in the US and then you conducted the same experiment in England. Right. And uh but you started the experiment in England five generations in, those rats would have around the same uh, percentages as the fifth generation rats of the ones that had five generations doing the experiments. See, you just opened up a whole new a whole new thought process. Like, you just mind-donked me. (laughs) Well, it's basically, it is a form of telepathy across the U.S. Exactly. Or across the world. They're saying that everything is connected. Everything. So so Uh, if if apes, you know, 100,000 years ago or 200,000 years ago, if, if, if (laughs) if cavemen in one area learned how to use a tool, cavemen in another area... Like in China, would learn to would use learn. that tool, and 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 how does that relate to what we're talking about today? Well, tons. I think it relates in the fact that if there's something we're afraid of, 
Okay. And of course, like creepy ass kids. And of course, humans create, if, if this is a natural news media that we're talking about, then what I'm talking about is an, uh, is a supernatural news media. Exactly. Basically, we share, humans cre- set up an artificial system of, of communicating fears to each other through the news, through the internet, through websites and, and radio and television. But we still have this, this morphic resonance where if you teach your kids to be scared of strangers, then kids in England who are not taught to become scared of strangers will have a natural fear of strangers. Do you see Absolutely. What I, mean? I see what And I saying. think that the way it relates is, is that if so-and-so guy is, says, hey, there's these things called black-eyed kids, and we need to be afraid of those. Right. Then generation after generation, we become afraid of those. Naturally afraid. Yeah. So if you're listening, you might say, oh, Myron, you're so foolish yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you have no idea what you're talking about. But think about it. Because now your kids are growing up right. thinking about alien invasions and alien kidnappings and ghosts. And, you, you know. And it's how, more so now than in our generation. Yeah. I believe. And, and more so in your generation than a prior generation. And right. more so in that generation than the prior generation to that. Well, it's all pop and culture it, it, now. It is pop culture. But how did it, how does it spread? Because rats can do it. Yes. Without so. the internet and without radio and television and and without any media outlet exactly, whatsoever exactly so how does a guy in the middle of bumfuck india come up come like, i saw black eyed kids and now we have and now we, and and then a guy in nevada says hey i saw black eyed kids so now what you have is hysteria on a global level well that's what i'm saying i assume we're at the beginning of a new paranoia and uh, it's only going to grow and morph and change until it settles into a legend like Dracula. Dracula's been right. around for 500 years so or more. Well, and the reason and, it's going to grow like that and build steam like it does is the fact that we still have zero answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's all speculation, yeah. which leads to 50 more questions. Uh, but what I'm saying is, as far as this morphic resonance goes, I think that kids are going to... Our children will will, and their children, and then so on and so forth. Our great 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 grandchildren will have this natural fear of of black eyed kids, and they're going to be born with it. They're going to be if, afraid of everything, even right? if they don't see, even if black eyed right. kids don't exist. You're still afraid of vampires. Yeah, sure. And you could say, hey, vampires don't exist. But you're still fucking afraid of them. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> but you're so, still afraid. And and that's and and I and like I said, I think the morphic resonance is a subject for another show. But it's very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, no, we need to talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. I think we definitely need to talk because more there's about that. a lot more that I would like to bring up on that subject too. But yeah, yeah. For now, I think you know we're gonna have to cut the show just to. Uh, Consume our bandwidth capabilities at this point. <laughs> Preserve them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, like, yeah, let's. Uh, well, let me do this. Yeah. This is a brand new show. I was going to say let's let's plug some stuff. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. This is a brand new show. I mean, brand new from the 
from the from the ground up. We we planted the seed and now we're yesterday. We're learning as we go. So we just opened a Twitter account. So you can follow us at uh, Ectoplasm Show on Twitter. Yep. That's so all one word. Ectoplasm Show at Ectoplasm Show. Yeah. At. Yeah, and the then at. <laughs> you can you can uh, you can like us on Facebook, and that is the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. Uh, it's not Facebook.com, the Ectoplasm Show yet, because we have to get a certain amount of likes before we can. And I tell you what, though, I will I will do this too. Like I'm an author and all this. I would say for the first, if we get two followers, the first two followers. I will then get in contact. I will stalk you. I will get a hold of your information and I will stalk you. <laughs> no. What I will do is I will get a hold of you though. And I will get your mailing address and I will send you an autographed copy of one of my books. Yeah, that'd be great. So it'd be worth about 50 cents. There you go. <laughs> so Maybe. the first two people to follow us will get 50 cents <laughs> mailed to them. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to cost more to mail the, the two quarters. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and oh, then yeah. you can also email us if you have uh, any comments on the show, some subject you want us to cover. Yes. If we're going to cover it at all, you can uh, blast me for not believing. You can blast uh, Josh for believing. This is going to be fun, though. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Like, yeah, we can sit here and we can bitch at each other for an hour yeah. or two or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, nobody is doing this. Yeah. This is going to be... Game changing. I think so. I think so too. I think I like you're. This. I think you're going to get an email saying that you're not uh, standing oh. up for the paranormal. You know, you're probably right. And then we'll probably have to call that person because <laughs> <laughs> we now have that capability. We'll call them. We'll call that person, and then they can they can on air bitch you out, Myron. No, they're going to bitch you out. Because I, they know I don't believe. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So they'll just, bitch me out for not standing up enough. Yeah, okay. not standing up enough. So, so you can email us at. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, Ectoplasm Show at gmail dot com. There you go. Send us an email. Uh, we don't expect very many emails because. Uh, well, maybe not now. Maybe well, not yet. Yeah. But maybe a few here and there. We did would be get, nice. We got 50 people listening to our first show. Yeah, and I was very, I was very happy with that number. That 50 people took the time to at least give us a chance, and we're only going to get better with yeah. that. Yeah. And and for those who did listen to the last show, the audio was a little low. You had to turn yes. your volume up. We're going to fix that. We're going to fix these uh, P's. That, the that, plosives. Yeah, the P's that yeah, you know, we like have if the, I uh, say you know public <laughs> and the P We do have uh we do have the microphone condoms that are on their way from the good people at Amazon. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh so we'll fix all the bugs and uh it'll only get better from here. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh we hope you enjoyed the program. Like I said, give us a shout on Twitter or Facebook or email. And uh and Let us know. Don't forget, subscribe. Absolutely. And, uh, comment. and comment. Yes, yeah. comment. Subscribe and comment on uh, iTunes. So we can get bumped up in the rankings a little more. Yeah. That would be good. If we're good enough. If we suck, <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, tell go, us we uh, suck, and we'll f- try to fix it. Go listen to someone else if yeah. you like it. Yeah, or just tell us what you would like to see changed. Yeah. And we will try our best to... If we... To, yeah. to, yeah, that's what I would like to say. No, Don't do go that. listen to someone else. 
Yeah, I mean, just I would email us and tell us how we suck. Yeah, and and uh, we'll uh, try to fix it. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. See you, spooks. <laughs>